This is the Steve Shriver Podcast, where entrepreneur, adventurer, and community activist Steve Shriver shares what he's learned on his journey so you can make it in business and make it good. The big topic for this episode... Just went to Patagonia, dude. Like, I finally am to the point in life where one of my businesses is now doing trips. Yeah, recharging your batteries every once in a while, man. You got to do it. We'll be right back. The Steve Shriver Podcast is brought to you by Ecolips, the original organic lip balm. Use the promo code PODCAST20 for 20% off your first order on Ecolips.com. Ecolips, all-natural organic lip balm. Deeply connected with nature, applying beneficial organic ingredients to better people's lives. A proud certified B Corp founded in 2003. Ecolips, spread the good. And spread the promo code PODCAST20 into that promo code box. It's good for 20% off your first order on Ecolips.com. Hey, 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 welcome to the Steve Schreiber Podcast. I'm Steve Schreiber and uh, excited to be here with my co-host and podcast partner, Andy Soloff. What's up, Steve? How are you? Doing great, man. Man, my you... blood pressure is like really low right now. Really? Lower than it ever has been. Extra well, extra medication or what's, no, what's going on? No, actually, no, I'm Xanax free today, but uh, I uh, <laughs> just went to Patagonia, dude. Oh, that's travel. Uh, right, South America. Patagonia is a place? Patagonia is a place. It's not just a brand of clothing that is really cool. It is a place wow. at the southernmost tip of Chile. 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 All right. Yes. And uh, yeah, man, so it's been a lifelong dream of mine to go to Patagonia. I didn't know it was a place either until I worked at an outdoor store in the late 1900s. And, <laughs> and, and we sold Patagonia clothing. I'm like, what, the, what is Patagonia? And Yvonne Chouinard, amazing entrepreneur and pioneer in sustainability, uh, he, he took a road trip down there. Uh, when he was when he was in his twenties, and he road tripped to Patagonia, drove, drove a van, dude. Wow! Right from like you know from California, yeah. And uh, it would have taken months, mm-hmm. and I'm sure they would have broken down, and you know. Yeah. But so he's he's that kind of pioneer. But he drove down there, and it changed his life so much. And he actually went down there with uh, Doug Tompkins, who was the founder of the North Face. Oh, so wow. neither of them had companies at this point. They're just like two dirtbag climber guys, and they, they head south. There's a great movie a little bit about this called 180 Degrees South, and it and it kind of uh, – it's a yeah documentary style, but really entertaining. And um, So they go down there, and they climb all these just amazing rock faces, amazing mountains, and, uh, and come back, and they're inspired to start gear companies – so, um, so did those guys start Patagonia together, or no, did Mike Tom? No, no, no. They just kind of just said, "Hey, we're going to do our own thing." Or that's- yeah, well, I mean, there's different. Uh, you know, uh, this is over the course of years, but like Sh- Sh- Yvonne had Shinard Equipment Company, mm-hmm. and then he which had- was like climbing equipment. Yeah, he, yeah. he did that, but built that stuff himself. That's kind of how for- he funded that trip in the first place. Yeah, uh, I think they were making equipment before that. Might I? I don't know. Yeah, might have been. Are, do you know that for a fact? Or no, I know that I know that Yvonne Chouinard, like he like financed a lot of his like travels through like making like yeah climbing like equipment. Yes, yeah. yes. And so he had Chouinard Equipment Company, and they're forging steel and doing this stuff. Then he started that that became Black Diamond. 
oh. which is now a, another mm-hmm. leading brand, and mm-hmm. a, he he it became employee owned, and and he let that he let that one go, um, and ultimately Patagonia came out of how out of that whole movement. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Doug Tompkins started the North Face, and mm-hmm. so it is kind of funny how, and then like every other gear company in the freaking world was spawned out of those two. Right. I mean, I remember like back in the old days when Sierra Designs, you know, started, that was an offshoot of North Face and Marmot and uh, Mountain Hardware. And so it is, it's wild how one or two people can basically start an industry and then see that industry become this, you know, world dominating global phenomenon. You know, it's like you always say, Steve, don't start a business. Boom, start a, start movement. a movement, baby. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so... We, you know, and, and actually it's perfect. Like I finally am to the point in life where one of my businesses is now doing trips, right? And mm-hmm. so this trip to Patagonia was organized through Soco Outfitters. And we finally, you know, so we, we pulled together uh, 10 people and we finally make our way down there. This this trip has been in the works for like oh, yeah. three years, right? Yeah. Yep, <clears throat> yep. And, uh, and, we, and it just has been delayed from the COVID, you know, happenstance but so we finally so we fly from you know Moline to Atlanta Atlanta to Santiago Santiago to Punta Arenas and then a long ass bus ride way south (laughs) and I'm telling you dude okay I'm showing you a map right now but this is this where we're at wow the southernmost tip of Chile right it's closer to Antarctica Antarctica than anything I could imagine it's like it's like the width of my thumb yes yeah dude and it feels like Antarctica like we're on we were on a boat um, I mean, so part of that was like you're you. There are glaciers that are you, you know, I mean, on the ocean, mm-hmm. just like Antarctica, and penguins, and like it's dude, it is crazy remote. That's awesome. And then meanwhile, then you go up the valley a little bit, and there's these huge rock faces and mountains and uh, and trails and pumas and guanacos and um, just wild. It's probably what like. Montana or Colorado was a thousand years ago mm-hmm. when there were no people. Mm-hmm. That's what this place is like. Wow. Yeah. I can understand why your blood pressure is a little lower right now. If you Dude. kind of just were in that. Yeah. It was a different world almost. Yeah. So and the place is so clean. Like the, the Patagonia is so clean. There's no industry down there, at least in the area that most of it's protected natural mm-hmm. environment now. And like, we're literally, and I've been to, you know, almost 40 countries mm-hmm. and uh i can't think of any place maybe oh yeah well argentina down in that area yeah where I, where we're drinking out of the streams mm-hmm. like with no filtration like literally so pure yeah so pure the the air quality the oh my god you you actually like you notice that the the air is like cleaner yeah. really i mean I, I i don't know if it was psychosomatic or whatever but there's just no pollution so it just feels better you know Mm -hmm. feels better going in it almost smells different Mm -hmm. you know uh man so anyway so we go to patagonia we do some hiking um just crazy amazing beauty um not a lot of people down there met some really nice locals who we actually hired a couple guides to take us on some of the some of the hikes Mm -hmm. and uh our home base was at a place called eco camp yes Dude, this place was uh, the most sustainable hotel in the world. Yeah, guaranteed. 
We're talking wow. right. Uh, we're talking in. in I, I I hesitate calling it a hotel, but that's how they are registered. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, it's like. But we're talking. Uh, the 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 rooms are in geodesic domes. Okay. Geodesic domes were uh, invented by a guy named Buckminster Fuller, who's a weirdo, right? <laughs> Buckminster right? Fuller. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it is an example of how to make the the a strongest structure possible with the least amount of with uh, the least amount of uh, material material yeah resources mm-hmm. so the each room is so the 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 funny thing is that they call it like their domes mm-hmm. right and it's one of the signs there's like dome sweet dome <laughs> instead of home sweet home you know um so not only are we staying in these geodesic domes okay well in it it was hot there, but you know we don't have air conditioning. There's mm-hmm. a there's a uh, there's a, a wood burning stove in each room. Um, on site solar, on site hydro. So the place is powered. It's a zero waste. They're not creating any waste. Uh, the the biggest really innovation that I partook in mm-hmm. was uh, the composting <laughs> toilets. <laughs> All yes. right. So. We helped create soil that will be used on in the greenhouses there that are going to make food for future guests. So I was eating food that was from previous guests. Yeah, yeah. I, you really you don't really want to think, think about, about it too, too much. much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's one of those things, man. It's just like this is you're talking uh, just full circle sustainability. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so this is just like on on the like across the, the street from this national park. It's that is in Patagonia. The park. It's in the national park. Right. So there's a couple places. They, there's like an official hotel, and then there's and I'm I'm sure they had to go through a lot of mm-hmm. red tape to get this thing built. But the nice thing about Eco Camp is it's also made on uh, raised uh, platforms, so mm-hmm. it's all like wooden. Um, platform so there's fauna there's stuff growing underneath uh and there's almost no erosion caused by the building of it so every walkway yeah is is a raised uh walkway oh wow um, i didn't yeah. even think about that like uh, around yeah you know you're not le- really leaving trails yeah or there's whatever. no because you think about you know every time you walk on a trail you're like mm-hmm. you know digging it down and eroding yeah. it yeah so it's also they built it like you could literally wrap this thing up and take it away it probably in a few yeah. weeks time if you if they ever said you know what we don't really want this here anymore mm-hmm. so what that showed me was that you know the the owners of this uh of the eco camp had i'm sure you know like they are so aligned with the vibe and the ethos of patagonia that they're giving people the experience that is going to keep them the most in touch with nature and the way nature works, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, and really, it ins- it's inspiring, right? I mean, like to, to to see some to see a business that can be that sustainable. And mm-hmm. I mean, as much as I believe in the sustainability of uh, like Ecolips, for instance, right? You guys have done solar projects, right? Right. At, yeah, I'm not sure, not at your new place yet. Yeah, but... we're working on that. Yeah. But... Um, <clears throat> But yeah, and we have this biodegradable plant-based container, like mm-hmm. huge innovation. And I brought that down there, and it felt kind of right at home because yeah. plastic is the enemy of these kind of places. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, man, we could do so much more. 
Yep. You know, and I think eventually, you know, you find, and I, what's cool about the way they did it is like, you know, we would almost, I would almost pay extra to stay in a place that yeah. that's just, that yeah. is that sustainable. Yeah. You know, so, uh, yeah, super cool, man. You know, when we were talking about uh, recording this episode, I think that the thing that I love about, you know, this, this topic is, you know, a couple things, right. Is, um, first you probably weren't able to take this trip 20 some no, years man. ago when Eclipse was getting up and going. So yep. you're able to go. So I, I, I think that's cool. Yep. But then also like, I could just tell you're refreshed, you know right. what I mean? And your batteries are recharged a little bit. So, um, you know, the topic of self-care as mm-hmm. an entrepreneur, like we talked about with, uh, Rena Jensen, you know, travel and, and that type of stuff yeah. kind of, kind of does it for you. So totally, man. And yeah, you're right. So a couple things like definitely when I was younger starting out, uh, you know, yeah, for one, there just wasn't money to travel and there wasn't time. Cause we were, you know, it was, I mean, it was survival in the business world. Mm-hmm. And now granted I was, I was climbing stuff back then and, um, and having some adventure, but, uh, the focus was definitely like, you know, build this company and then maybe you'll get a little bit of time off. Mm-hmm. And th- through years and years and years, decades of that, yep. now I can start, you know, backing off a little bit and unplugging a little bit more and going on these amazing adventures. Mm-hmm. But absolutely, I, I mean, it's like, I, I do think balance is bullshit. I don't think you can ever really find that balance. You're either like, you're either, you know, one off in one direction or the other. But, um, yeah, recharging your batteries every once in a while, man. You got to do it. And yep. if and if you can't do it right now, set a goal yeah. of doing it sometime in the very new future. Because was that something that you were thinking about, you know, like I say, 20 years ago when you're two, three, four years into mm-hmm. Eclipse? Are you like, man, I want to go, I want to travel the world. I want to do this. Like those are the like mm-hmm. the little seeds of, of yeah, goals like, or whatever. Totally. For a couple reasons, too. It's like not only, I mean... Every trip that I go on, I learn something that that I didn't, you know, that I didn't know before. Yep. And something about culture, a place, whatever, that makes me a better person. So, like, I'm coming back stronger and better than I was mm-hmm. before I left in every single trip. So, there's definitely an element of, uh, you know, now I forgot your question, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm seriously like. <laughs> Just the, the perspective, you got just the yeah you know. the perspective, and, man. and and again, uh, you know, I think you know you see people that are hustling and they're working, and you go, man, it's I, there's some people that want to try to have the balance mm-hmm. of like going on these trips or doing these things, and that wasn't the reality that right. you lived for a long time, right? So you got to pay your dues, and it is a little bit interesting too. Um, I mean, so the other the, the other side of it is too like some sometimes like there was some hikes that we did down there that were really tough, and I've been on some really tough climbs before. Mm-hmm. That you know, it's like also when you when you push your limits, you know, you come back and do your computer work or whatever you might do, and you're like, that this is pretty freaking easy actually. Yeah, like it's pretty tame. <laughs> you know, it's like running a marathon. Like, dude, all I got to do is put one foot in front of a, my, the other for three and a half months. hours. Yeah. Like. I mean, that's, that's nothing compared to, you know, I mean, or, you know, what I'm doing sitting at my desk is nothing compared to, you know, that kind of thing. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. It it is a perspective. And, you know, as we're, as you're talking about this is thinking too, is like, you know, you started Eclipse when you were 30. Yeah. Um, There's some people that, you know, aspire to be 
multimillionaires and do this whole thing. But, you know, and you sold uh, Raining Rose for a million dollars or whatever. Uh, But, you know, um, this is, this is, 50-ish year old Steve Schreiber talking. Yeah, So that's interesting. And because that's, I'm trying to figure out this whole thing of like van life influencer thing that everybody's doing right now because I see so many. And I mean, hell yeah, man. If you can do it, do it. And if you could, if you can afford to take some time off and go do that, amazing. But I, I don't, I can't, I don't understand how you can do that for the rest of your life. I, if, again, if you can pull it off, cool. Let me know how, how it's going. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, even at age 30 to have a million dollars, like, that was that was the starting point. Mm-hmm. That was the that was me greasing the wheels and going, like, okay, now what's next? What's right. next? Um, but it's, it's uh, yeah, because your life – I mean, even even now, it's like, you, you know, I've talked to some, some people that have sold off their businesses and – they're my age or a little bit older, and they're like, yeah, I kind of wish I still had a paycheck, even uh-huh. though they have a chunk of money in the bank, but it's just like, you yeah. know, slowly but surely mm-hmm. depleting. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's a it's a tricky game. It And that's why that's why I think balance is, is difficult, too, because, you know, it's like we're saying we're saying, like, work hard. Right. But play hard. But, you know, you're going to keep working hard and yeah. the finish line. It's not the a finish good, line might be further away than you think, man. And, and it's not a, not a good place to go. The finish line right. is not a place, you know, yeah. that yeah. any of us really want to be anytime soon. Right. As far as yeah. I know. Yeah. So, yeah, um, you know, the, the there was a quote in that movie, uh, 180 Degrees South, uh, and they said, uh, said it, um, the best adventures answer questions that you didn't know exist when you started. Yeah. And that, that's actually, th- th- there's so many um, similarities between, like, adventure travel and entrepreneurship. Because it's the same with entrepreneurship, man. Like, the best things that you learn in entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. they weren't things that you set out to learn or you even knew existed. Yes. But they present themselves. Mm-hmm. And that is a remarkable thing about the entrepreneurial journey and adventure travel. Oh, yeah. You know? That's really deep, and it's, I mean, I'm just, like, thinking about some of the things that I enjoy the most in life today at, what, I'm 34, are not things that I knew existed or I would have done 20 years ago. Yep. When I was in high school or wherever, you know? Yeah. I just, that that wasn't a thing, but that's the fun part of of life and business is just figuring it out. And then, I mean, the other, you know, huge similarity between travel, adventure travel, and, um, and business is problem solving like dude you have to like you will be in especially international travel Mm -hmm. especially an unfamiliar place there is no way you can go anywhere you haven't been and not run into a scenario that you have to figure out like you're gonna run into problems and that's just like the day-to-day business is like you are gonna be presented with some issues that you could not have thought of in your business plan and you got to navigate your way through them. And you can hone those skills. I mean, I totally believe, like, you can become a better problem solver. It's just like putting puzzles together. You can become better at it. Mm-hmm. And so um, whether it's becoming, you know, a better traveler uh, or a better business person or both and have them complement each other, you know. The best part, too, is, like, looking at 
some innovations like, uh, you know, that seeing how people innovate in other countries, you really? know, in other cultures, um, just, God, I, uh, I'm trying to think like one of our guides, for instance, um, her name was Paz. She owns a, uh, she owns a, a shop in her, in her small town nearby there. Um, and there's, I mean, they're selling, uh, they're selling local wares. Uh, the amount of, the amount of stuff that they are making with limited resources in this particular area, I mean, and it's going to be, I mean, we're talking, there's a lot of, there's sheep and there's, you know, the Guanaco, they have fur. And so, mm -hmm. but like the, it's really interesting to see the amount of innovation that can come out of a region of the world. Yeah. Right. And it's just like, you know, in our city of Cedar Rapids, like we we're a manufacturing, you know, it's in our DNA and, you know, we have, you know, our innovation is, you know, manufacturing mm -hmm. related. Mm -hmm. Um, there are places in the world where you don't have that. You have handmade options. You have the ability to grow things that you can't grow here. And so watching, you know, a winery, um, you know, uh, innovate a, a product out of their resources, you know, and like in work towards distribution. I mean, like the supply chain that we are a part of as consumers is global. Yeah. Right. You can't grow vanilla in the United States. Yeah. You, the, if you are getting real vanilla, it's coming from somewhere outside of the United States. Yeah. You can grow peppermint. You can't raise guanaco, you know, but you can, and in the United States, Yeah, you know, uh, so seeing what, pe how people make I mean, their it money. Just, it's just so much about perspective on your, challenge I'm hearing right for it to me is like just perspective on your challenges because you think people who have maybe and I'm not putting words in your mouth here but have so little they don't mm -hmm. they don't have you know 5g mm -hmm. you know uh cell phones and and uh, heavy technology you know manufacturing type of stuff yeah but they're still able to be so creative that that seems like just inspiring and just giving you perspective like here I am bitching and moaning because I don't have whatever. Right. And these guys are, you know, right. being so creative and so innovative in using what they have that there's got to be a way to make it make it happen. Right. Right. Yeah. I think it's uh, – yeah, it's a, I mean, it's definitely – and I mean, I was just thinking that the 5G thing is actually inhibiting your creativity because, like, you're – you know, sometimes limitations can, can cause – you to be more creative mm -hmm. rather than just going like, Oh, I'm going to YouTube how to do that or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, we didn't have any access to cell or Wi-Fi for five days on that trip. And it was like the best thing ever. Cause just like, well, had to be present. Yeah. What are you going to do? I mean, you, you pick up your phone. It doesn't do anything except yeah. take a picture, Yeah, you know, or you can look at pictures. Uh huh. So you're doing other stuff. Gosh, that sounds yeah. freaking amazing. Yeah, man. We should all throw our phones into this. <laughs> <laughs> well, then that'd be wasteful. Oh, God. Can't, can't just, yeah, we've got to recycle. Got to recycle. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I don't know. Great trip. I'd recommend it. Patagonia Eco Camp. Um, their website is 
uh, eco ecocamp.travel. Um, and it, you know, even just the general, like South America in general, highly recommend it. I'm just my third or fourth trip down there. Yeah. Not down that far south, but yeah, uh, ever before this, but yeah. Yeah, man. Well, I'm glad you're back, Steve. This is this is good. I think, you know, thinking about takeaways, you know, I mean, travel, recharge the batteries, get the perspective. Yeah. If you can't do it right now, dream about it. Set goals. Yeah. Because, you know, it's you shouldn't feel bad or guilty or or anything like that if you're if you're in the middle of the hustle and the grind and that you can't afford a trip to Patagonia or wherever, but But it's nice to be able to look forward to you know something right? yeah and I set mean, to set that goal to be like no i, I want to travel to you know these countries and yeah. and have that be part of the vision and part of what's driving you and yes maybe gets you there faster because you know you're listening to this podcast and realizing patagonia yeah. sounds like a cool place to go yeah yeah man um yeah i i i really i regret not having examples of innovation um but i'll just you know uh, challenge anybody listening to, you know, keep an eye out for that. Yeah. For those local innovations when you're when you're traveling. Yep. Op- open your eyes and and uh, and uh, see see the world through a different lens. So that's that's yeah. awesome. Right on, man. Well, um, on that note, I think we're good on this episode. Uh, thanks, Andy, for thanks for your ear. Appreciate yes. you co-hosting this. That's what I'm here always. for. Yeah, amazing. Uh, and uh, let's stay in touch, everybody. Uh, have a great week. Work hard. Play hard. Do good things. Be sustainable. Be yourself. Be cool. Have a great day. The Steve Shriver Podcast is brought to you by Ecolips, the original organic lip balm. Use the promo code PODCAST20 for 20% off your first order on Ecolips.com. Keep up with the show at steveshriverpodcast.com and the Steve Shriver Podcast on Facebook.